Boom, boom. How's it going? How's it going? It is I, your boy again. I am back again with my co-host. You know, you know, when we've got this guy in the house, he's wearing his bulky t-shirt today. I'm not so sure why, but uh, Dumizane, why are you wearing your bulky t-shirt? <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, uplift my spirit. Remember the good times we had when the box won and all of that. Remember, it has been some time since we went to stadiums and to watch games and all of that. So sometimes you just try and lift your spirit to remember the good moments that we've had. And the other thing that made me to wear it, my kids actually, they don't call it the bulky t-shirt. They, they call it siakolis. So when you wear this, they say, oh, oh yeah, siakolis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Otherwise, yeah. I'm good today. No, I'm all right, brother. I'm all right. That's good. Um, I'm, I'm always saying to people, you know, um, you know, we, we see what we see and uh, it's good that the kids are, you know, they're translating this into that, so which is amazing. Um, yes. And, um, and uh, I want to jump on to talk about our topic for today. I, I'm new into developments. I've never done a development myself. Uh, that is why I hang out with Hubert. Hubert has done several developments and Hubert keeps on talking about this word about bulk. So we're doing like a, um, um, a rezoning on a particular place and you're helping us to Misani. And then uh, Hubert starts saying to me, uh, once to Misani has, has given us the green light, we need to look for bulk fees. And I'm like, what is bulk fees? Uh, and I thought, well, Let's talk about it because uh, the numbers really shocked me when the bulk fees came through. And I was thinking, why are we paying so much money to the council? It's a lot of money. But I'm not the expert here. Dumisani, you are a town planner. Tell us what is this bulk fees or do we need to bring in an accountant? Okay. No, we don't need to bring in an accountant for now. Maybe when they have to pay, yes, but um, for every <laughs> development that happens, immediately you change yeah. a land use, immediately you do a township establishment, immediately you increase the density. So in terms of council bylaws, there's a certain pass that they always have. So that pass is reserved to upgrade and make better infrastructure. And the money okay. that gets paid there, it's called the balcon contributions. So the way we will look at it, let's say we have a pot sitting somewhere. Every time you change a piece of land and better it, make it the res three, res four, student accommodation, township establishment. Remember that when the initial township was done, the infrastructure was made to be accommodative to a certain number of units. So Wait. they would say, yes. Wait, Dumizan, you, you, know, you, you know, sometimes when you start talking, I get confused. Um, and this is the reason why I like to have this conversation with you, because I can ask you to wait and you can wait for me. You're patient with a guy like me who's a bit dumb. Now, when you're saying infrastructure, Dumisano, what, what do you mean by that? Let's take a house, you know, in Nelson Mandela Street. So when you're saying infrastructure, what, what, what is that? Is it the road that we're talking about? What, what is it? All right. So we are talking about the road led network, number one. We are talking okay. about sewer, we are talking about right. water capacity, we are talking about electricity. We are talking about right. parks right. that are provided in the area. Remember, the parks are maintained by council. So they are the ones mm -hmm. that would come and mourn the law and make sure that the parks look up to date and up to order. 
You see, so right. that is the infrastructure I am referring to. So when you do your township, so you are doing a township for 80 houses. So council would say, okay, it has been approved. And because of that 80, we'll give you an infrastructure to accommodate 120, just so that if people were to increase at the back room and all of that. But after some time, we have reached the, the 120. You are now going to 150, 160. Sometime when you open your water, the pressure is not that much. Your sewer, mm -hmm. sometimes they keep on blocking. Electricity gives issues, you know? So that amount that is paid once an application is approved, the bulk contribution, it's mm -hmm. supposed to be kept so, so that by the time the capacity of the sewer, it has reached its limit, they can increase the water treatment plant, which is your sewer plant. Uh, they can increase okay. the pipe that supplies water, either from rainwater or from Jordan water, whatever that supplies water in that, in that area. It's that they right. use that money to increase that. They use that money to ensure that the parks are kept clean. They are the lawns are, are mowed, the swings that kids use, they, they are always painted. They are always fixed to be, to be up to order. So that is the amount that is called the bulk contribution. So in the olden days, they used to, to call it the betterment fees because they better the infrastructure. You know, people used to call it the betterment fees, yes. Whilst you're on that, <laughs> is this now our reality? Because I'm now talking, I'm connecting what you're saying. Because I started thinking in my head, um, some of the areas that I've been to, so I'll give you an example. There's a part of Soweto that is always, always, when I go there, it's got a, the sewer is running. There's a party in um, Cosmo City, the sewer is always running. There's a party in, um, in a certain area in, in Kempton Park, the sewer is always running. And, and in plain sight, I can really see that um, the, the, the housing there was designed for, let's say, one house and things like that. But what I'm seeing is a lot of a lot of back rooms, either they've either gone up or things like that. So in my mind, with what you are now saying, it basically means that the people in those areas together with the council, so they have put pressure on the infrastructure. And in this case, the infrastructure has not been developed for 20 people on a piece of land. So now you've got pressure on the infrastructure and the council can't co co cope with that because they, they, they don't know that there is 20 people on a property. They think the township is on two or a family of four per household. And now they can't service that because obviously investors like me, we went in to build these properties, but we never paid for the contributions. So the council hasn't budgeted for that. And now there's a ripple effect in terms of service deliveries, but yet we are the same people who complain on the service delivery. This is, um, sure, I've been thinking a little bit hard here, Dumisan. Yeah, it, there, it's the reality, and I'm happy you've cited those examples. I know the areas you are talking about, your cosmos, way to even West, go to Ivory Park in the Tembisa yes, area. 90%, yes. if I can say, of those streets are running sewer. You know, you have sewer spillage everywhere else. and. That is part of, of, of it. And we have in our office, we have now 
started a campaign. We've just started here in Protea in Soweto to identify houses where they've built back rooms, speak with them to say, we can assist you to comply because most of them have not com complied. And issues being sometimes our colleagues who are architects would come and say, I'll draw you a plan because Taurai came and said, I want to put rooms in, uh, back rooms in my house. They come and say, no, I'll draw you a plan. They draw you a plan. They give it to you. They don't even submit it to council for approval. They give it to you and say, you'll take it and go and approve it yourself. With us, we only draw and give you the plan. Then because of the, 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 the mother of the house or the father they just got money for pension because they've retired, they are saying, let me do an investment to say, even when I'm no longer working, I can still generate some income. My kids can inherit something. They build rooms. 10 at a time, but those, those rooms council doesn't know about them. The electricity that you are supplying there now, it's even constrained. You're always having it tri tripping in the evening when people are cooking, it was a, a two plate stove, it's on that side and that side and that side, it keeps on tripping then say, and people will normally say, hey, this electricity is weak. It's not that electricity is weak, but it's not meant for that. It's the same as if you take your bike, and it's a one ton, but you want to put two tons of sand. Let's imagine what is going to happen. That thing will just sit down. It's not going to move. It's not going to, because it's not made to take that pressure. But we end up saying Rich. things are weak and, and all of that. It's not that things are weak. It's that we never inform the council of mm. what we are doing. And I can say at times, yes, bulk contributions can sound painful. But in the long run, they save you a whole lot of pain. They save you a whole lot of things, you know, because council is able to upgrade systems on time, upgrade infrastructure on time and everything else. Because if we just mm. go around and building without submitting building plans, following the necessary procedures, we are not only even putting council in a corner to try and upgrade, but we are even putting our tenants at risk because I can give you an example to say there was one house in Ivory Park where they built rooms, they even went up to make it a, a double story. That plan was just drawn by an architect by hand and gave them, they didn't involve an engineer, nothing. Luckily, on the day that the slab collapsed, people were at work. The slab collapsed. Just imagine if it collapsed and you are at home or you have left your child, you just went outside to go and maybe get water or, or, or something. So all of these things, when you look at them, would think council is putting us into, you know, they are not fair to us. These laws are only for us. The laws are for everyone, whether you're in the township, whether you're in the suburb. The town planning scheme is the same. It applies the same across. And it's not that the suburbs are more attended and cleaner and all of that only, but let's be realistic. Some of us, we can afford to pay municipal services and infrastructure. We are in the townships. We just decide to say, we are not going to pay. You know, and if we are we are not going to pay, it, it's going to come back to us. So my advice is that when you appoint your town planner, they will not have the exact number of what will your bulk contributions will, will be, but they can advise you to say, build this size, this coverage, this floor area ratio, and that is how council cal calculate. And they can give you a rough estimate. We just did one development in Park Town for one of our clients. They were doing 26 units. And mm -hmm. the units are so big that they are about 600 squares each. The bulk contribution there came at 1.4 million. When you look at it, it's yeah. a lot of money. When you look at it, it's a lot of money, you see. Yeah. But yeah. just imagine if everyone was putting 24 units extra there and they were not paying bulks at, at, 
at, at sure. all. What would, what would happen? In, in the long run, you might end up, if you are renting, you might end up having those units not accommodated because people feel electricity is not sufficient. Water, when we have to open, it comes in drips and taps just to fill a glass for you to drink, takes you 15 minutes and all of that to take a shower becomes even an issue, you see. So it's important yeah. for us as professionals to inform our clients to say there's bulk contributions and the rough estimate will be this. And how can you reduce it to be lower? You can, you, you can reduce it. Use green energy for your geysers, uh, gas for your stoves, because a lot of bulk amounts comes from electricity and the provision of green space, which is the parks in the area. So you can, there's means of reducing it and there's means to even apply to council to ask for a rebate here and there, you know. Awesome source. Dumisani, in closing, right, I want to ask you a question on that campaign that you're doing to help out um, those that have built and they didn't build correctly and those that uh, maybe they've done upstairs and things like that, they never rezoned. So you are helping now. So you're still going to charge them a fee, right? Because you need to put food on the table, but it's not going to be an arm and a leg because they've already done it. Um, but you want to help them to be on the right side of law, right? Now, are there any specific area that you want to ring fence this into or you can help wherever they are? We help across everywhere where people really need help. And one of the things that we are trying to help is because we are doing what we, we mean, town planning and land use management education, you see. So it can be out of Houting, it can be in Soweto, it can be in Tembisa, it can be in Ivory Park, it can be in Umlazi, KZN, it can be in the Western Cape, we are willing to help because at the end of the day, we want them to have investments that even tomorrow, if they want to go and ask for funding or if they want to, to get a bond on that facility, it has all the rights. It has all the building plans and everything else because it's an investment at the end of the day. So they must not look at it in a short term to say, it's just rooms for, for, for now. That property can worth 10 million tomorrow. But if it doesn't have mm -hmm. all the necessary papers, it will still remain next next to zero because it doesn't comply. In the link, ladies and gentlemen, there is um, in the comments, there is a link where you can click on um, and you can literally, it says professional help. In that link, you can click on it. You can check uh, and uh, fill in your details there. And that link will go through to Dumisani. He will get all the, uh, the details from you. There is a section where it asks of you what kind of help you're looking for. It doesn't help if you, you leave it blank because Dumisani won't know. So give us as much details as you can, your name, your cell phone number, email address, a good cell phone number so that Dumisani can be able to call you back. Yeah. Um, and in the section where you're supposed to ask, to ask of how can we help you, put it in there. I've got a house in Tembisa. It said, this, this is what I've done. We are not the police officers. We are not, um, we're trying to help you. So the more information you give to Misani, the better he can be able to help you or assign it to the right person in his office to help you. So help us to help you. Sounds like FMB, man. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> How can we help you? Yeah. <laughs> it's been great hanging out with you. We'll check you on the next video. Thank you. Have a lovely weekend. Yes. All right. Bye.